this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is your Bomb Wednesday service. I am Naima Cochran, better known to most as Senior Pastor of Music Sermon. Today, what am I today? Today, I think I am also the Minister of um, Fire and Clarity. Fire and See, I'm not, I'm not doing... I'm not doing listeners in the hands of an angry guy today. We're not gonna do that. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go that direction. I'm gonna put this battery in your back. We gonna. We gonna bring everything forth. We're gonna bring the word forth with we'll love. Revelations today. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep it with love. As always, is my minister of what? Is, what are you? You to help? Help mates. Help uh, I am mates. the director of the helps ministry. Helps. And yeah, I'm helps gonna ministry. help. Which I like to call the Heps Ministry because that's what old black people actually I'm call it. I'm going to help you get these trash individuals that oh, will egg your mentions and DMs out the paint because this is not what we're about to do today. No. Nope. So, because people don't understand reading comprehension. Okay. So, family, we had, we actually had like content planned for you today. We talked about it last week. I was going to hit Trey. 
we were going to do the whole boomerang thing. And then, and then, and then. On yesterday, <laughs> everything just went left. So we're, me and Karn are freestyling just a little bit. We know what we're talking about, but we don't, like, usually I have notes and all this stuff, and we're not doing that shit today. Nah, but, but before we get into it too deeply, because y'all know if I get to going, I'm going to forget. Let me first do some housekeeping as we do the church announcements. Um, some background music today. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so... This is your reminder, as I know you already know, but let me remind y'all that even though you are here with me and Karen on today, there is a wide array of programming available to you through the Count the Dings and Bomb Ministries. So for Count the Dings, you have your dad pod on Monday, you have your cinephobes on Wednesday, and you have the Friday mailbag. And on the Bomb feed, you have the OG show on Tuesdays. You have us on the Wednesdays, and you have Woke Pros, and going up the same on Thursdays. And then there is the Pack Your Knives. I don't know, Pack, you know what? I need to check if Pack Your Knives is so long, because I think that Top Chef may be over. So, a little something for everybody, and if none of those things appeal to you, and you want to give above and beyond just listening and subscribing and commenting, you can make a small donation in order to access our Patreon for exclusive content and extras. That is patreon.com count the dings. All right. With that out of the way. Wait, wait, wait. Why should they donate? Because give your money to us. To that white man. And not to that white man. To that white man. I have not waited. Let the record show, as Claire Olivia Hanks Huxtable would say, let the record show. I have not actually said that I believe Sean King to not be a black person. That's I all. said it. You said it. I just want the record to show that I did not say it. Um, all right, guys. So here's the thing. Yesterday should have been a very, 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 very big day for wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Let me sip another sip of this cognac. <laughs> also, shout out. This is cognac for Kamala. The cognac <laughs> for Kamala. Yes, let's start there. Shout out to Kamala Harris. Listen, regardless of how you feel about Kamala, if you personally have issues with her prosecutorial background, I don't gender, have a listen. I have not been this excited about politics we since need, in 2008. I'm excited. A moment to acknowledge this is this is an historic moment. It's an historic moment. A black woman is the vice presidential candidate for the first time ever. And she's HBCU educated, and she's part of the Divine Nine which is especially important to me, myself, personally, even though she's an AKA and I'm a Delta, but that's all good, a sister Greek love, etc. And we've already seen how she's going to have to deal, I said this on Instagram, how she's going to have to deal with the combined fire and, 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 and just chopper spraying of both racism and sexism. So she needs covering right now. So we're going to keep Kamala covered. And this Konya... In the name of the cognac and Jesus. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Kamala. That's that's a very big deal. I am so happy. So, yeah, yesterday, as a black woman, me, myself, should have been a big deal for me because yesterday, my very first cover feature ever came out. I'm about verses and the verses effect. 
I've been working on this story for two motherfucking months. And that thing had bars in it. Bars. I've been working on this story for two motherfucking months. I went through unimaginable levels of edit. I swear to God, eight editors touched my joint. And if you are a writer, you know that as soon as you get at three editors or more, everything is chaos. I am a professional journalist, and more than two editors touched my work, and I'm ready to fight everybody. So eight, I don't know how you did it. And it, it might have been seven, but it was more than six. Like, I think it was eight. And the thing is, like, that the reason that we say that is because once you get to editor number three, he's they're contradicting editor number one. Number two is contradicting number three. Number one told you to take something out that number three told you to put in. Number two put something in. Number three is telling you to take it out. Number one is going back. It's all, like, your shit gets all lost in the sauce so to actually try to be vigilant about maintaining your voice through that many people and, and that and edit, certain bars and certain sentences and certain things you want to say and in certain especially the way i write you know with, with a little bit of light and humor and like my voice is very much always in my work my voice is very much always in my work and it's like keeping that shit there because my thing is y'all I'm very fortunate. Wait, hold on. I'm cleaning my lens. I'm very fortunate because I, even though I haven't been writing professionally for long, because of how long I've I've been in my career, period, there are certain stories that editors will seek me out for. So my thing is, you if you ask me to write this, you already know how I'm about to write it, which is why you asked me to write it. So I'm going to... That's a very nice way of saying, y'all came to me, shut the fuck up, let me do what y'all brought me here for. You're very nice. You're way more diplomatic to me, because that is now how I be in newsrooms. The thing is, Billboard is, a, Billboard is a trade mag. We all know Billboard is a trade mag. I'm not a business writer. I could be, because I've been in the business for a billion years, but my actual goal is usually to explain why things are relevant outside of the context of just streaming numbers, chart positioning, and sales it's i'm a culture writer like i'm trying to give you some context around just this song was number one and that's why we should fuck with it it's like why else is it important so i say all that to say this story took a lot to get to the finish line so it comes out me as the writer i'm writing i see the edits i do whatever i had not seen the cover i knew they were going to include several of the verses artists whatever it comes out and within the first couple hours that it's out this big bash, backlash starts because Beanie and Bounty were left off of the cover. And we... Not realizing that Jante and Neo were as well. And they were... That was one of the best verses I saw. I mean, but here's the thing, right? If you read my story, I started... Talked all about them. Well, I know, but I started at Teddy and Face. Dante mm-hmm. and Neo were pre Way before that. Teddy and Face was the turning point. So it's kind of like... I even, I even wrote about Teddy and Face for right. a sports magazine because it was that big of a deal. And it was almost like a sports match, exactly. It was like a boxing match. So I started at Teddy and Face because that was kind of the tipping point for Versus. So I understood... So the ones we covered in depth were Teddy and Face Beyond. And not even every one of those. Like, I didn't touch on Jada and Fab. Nope. I ain't getting to motherfucking 112 and Jagged Edge. I ain't getting... There nope. were a few that I didn't touch on, right? But also, I did reference some of the previous battles just really quickly. We referenced John and... Dream. I referenced Dream and Sean mostly because they were beefing. <laughs> um, 
You ain't for the culture, though. <laughs> right. In my original edit, I also did at least run through, like, some of the early... I just mentioned the early battles, like Primo and Reza and, like, Jante and Neo. But the final edit that everybody saw was a thousand words shorter than what my final version was. So that's rule number one. But because y'all need- people don't understand space determines everything. So the first thing y'all should understand about people who write stories is that we have a limited amount of control over, especially when you're writing for a major publication, right? Like if you're writing for a blog, something like that, this may not apply. When you're writing for a major publication, your control over the absolute final product is limited, which is why when y'all, when people are mad about headers and, you know, what the tweet pulls are and stuff like that, and they attack the writers, that's not to do with that. the editor problem, right? Or if you're even mad at the picture that's attached to the story, that's an editor problem. That, or that so, could be the social media department. Or... Rarely the writer. It's, and that's the unfortunate part. Like, once you press... Once you either like link to your Google Doc, link to your Google Doc, or or press send on that email, you done delivered the shit into the hands of somebody else. Unless, and like in terms of like situations like me, where I'm a columnist, where it's your voice is my opinion, so I have a lot more gumption of being like, no, that needs to stay, and this is why because this is how I feel. But for the most part, even in my days of just like a, a straight reporter. Yeah, once you send that thing on in, <laughs> who knows what you're going to get back? Who knows what you're going to get back? And I've, I've been very lucky in that a lot that I pushed back on, we were at least able to come to like a middle ground mm-hmm. because my absolute line in the sand was that if this doesn't sound like something I was going to say, you're going to have to take my name off of it. Rule number one, mm-hmm. your name is on that byline, not nobody else's. Be 100% comfortable What's in the final print. <laughs> exactly. So we got past that, that hurdle. But anyway, so BTM, BD and Bounty weren't on the cover. The people who were on the cover, for those who have not yet seen it, were uh, Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond, which I think they added them because the healing verses was so crucial, was such a crucial moment. It was immediately post-George Floyd. It was in the middle of the uprising that, like, right at the end of May going into June. Um, Alicia and John. Wait, with, and also, Kirk Franklin and also had, like, special surprise guests. Special surprise. No one else is there. It was live. They had a pastor. You know, they did an altar call. There was a lot happening. Um, they did John and Alicia because Alicia was his wife, obviously. Um, and also because John and Alicia are two black artists that mainstream readers recognize on site very easily and quickly. Obviously, Teddy and Face, X and Snoop, um, Erica and Jill, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Tim and Swiss themselves. It's a very crowded cover. That said, It's a very dope cover made by... Very- so, a black woman as well, correct? Well, the black woman did the illustration in the story, which is okay. also very dope, which is okay. very, very dope. All um, of the, collage, the collage artist of the cover, I'm pretty sure he's a white man, but it's all good. It was still dope. So there's a couple of things. I do not profess to understand what Billboard's actual decision-making was in who they chose. My guess is that it was mostly about who they felt their reading audience, because Billboard's audience is not black, and this versus story was really more for people who don't know what versus is than those of us who do know what versus is. Like the point of a story is always really more about people who don't know 
some shit about the topic than the people who do know everything about the topic. Yeah, so, because this is what people don't understand. Like, this is a billboard. This is a music magazine. It is for the masses. And, and if you're looking for something like that, business people, mag. It is yeah. a trade mag. It's not like a life. It's not like a niche genre magazine. Right. It is. It is like this ain't XXL. If you work at a label, Billboard lands on your desk. Well, they don't do they don't do weekly print anymore. But if you worked at a label, Billboard lands it on your desk every. Did they come out Friday, Monday, whenever the fuck they came out? But every week, Billboard lands it on your desk as an executive. It's a trade magazine, right? Charts, numbers, sound scan, all of that shit. The same Billboard. That's what they do. So, anyway, Beanie speaks out. He's upset. Hip hop be stealing from dance. I'm wildly paraphrasing. Hip hop steals from dance hall culture, leaves them out. You know, uh, you know, basically accusing everybody of like taking, of like using the the sound clash to elevate verses, but then like leaving them out of this big moment. But the thing is, Beanie and Bounty, where am I story? Yeah, prominently. I've, I've read it. I've read it. Them Most, I've read their names like this. They weren't on the cover though. So what happened was when the West Indian Massive decided that they needed to get justice for Beanie, which I understand. I understand the passion. I understand that there's I a don't. Well, I understand that there's a feeling that American culture doesn't properly respect and acknowledge what we borrow and what we call from West Indian culture, and I and I and from Caribbean culture, Jamaican culture, from reggae, dance hall, from all that we will take it, we will use it, but we don't really embrace it and give it its proper attribution and credit. So that I understand is that. the same ideology that America was built on, and I understand their frustration with that. But America does that to everybody. Well, it wasn't like black people do specifically to other black people. So, so it's a valid, it's a valid critique. It's a valid critique. But that said, what happens? What had happened was because my name and the name of the illustrator who did the actual work in the story, which was beautiful, it was fucking beautiful, were the easiest to find. We became the targets because people of, were and didn't know how to fucking, Google editors. Right. Of this fucking like, you know, Justice for Beanie campaign. And I've been called a culture a culture vulture. I can't even say it now. A culture vulture. Why can't I say culture culture vulture? Why can I not say that all of a sudden? Culture vulture. I've been called a culture vulture. Damn, when did I become a tongue twister? You want to sign it up? I can't say, I can't believe I can't say the word. I said it's it literally. Four, it has four syllables. I don't know why I can't say it. It's a tongue twister all of a sudden. I was called that thing. That Damon Dash. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> I was called that thing. Dame Dash created that term. Um, I was I was told I was embarrassing and disrespecting Caribbean culture. I was told that I was disrespecting that I was disrespecting Beanie and Bounty. I was told that I was like basically going against my own culture and my own people because I was omitting and erasing. And I was like, I, I, Naima, I do none of that shit. I didn't do any of that. And I was actually explaining to people like, yo, I wrote the fucking story in there in the story. I ain't got shit to do with the cover. And literally people were like, but aren't you the writer? Aren't you the writer? Yeah, I'm the writer. And guess what? I wrote about their asses. Like they're in the story. 
I had nothing to do with the cover. And what amazed me is that even once people really understood, like, I do not work for Billboard. I am an independent creative. They are in the story that I wrote. I have no input on the cover. The attitude, there was like... You would have thought they would have been like, oh. Apologies? And it wasn't just one person. It wasn't even just the person on Twitter. Anybody. Getting apologies was like impossible. It was more just like, well, you just got to take it because your name is the name that's on this shit. No, my name is on the story that they're actually featured in. My name ain't on that fucking cover. You know what I mean? And then, so it's been what should have been yesterday, me, first of all, Black women writing cover stories for mainstream publications, period. Yeah. It doesn't happen a whole lot. Nope. And I wrote a cover story about some super black fucking shit. Yeah. That shit really doesn't happen. Nope. Hell of a lot. And again, it was my first. So instead of yesterday being able to, and, and like there is no first time, no more perfect subject I could have written on them verses. For, like, no more perfect. Do you remember when I wrote about verses and before I wrote about it, I texted you and was like, "Hey, did this make sense?" Remember that I do remember that, and I mean, like that's why, like, there's no. When they gave me the assignment, I was so excited. I was so excited. I was like, I can do this story in my fucking sleep. Psh, famous last words. Anyway, um, yeah, so yesterday should have been a really good day for me. And instead, I was fighting with people online half the day. Uh, but And even more so than for me, it really pains me that, because people were coming at Tim and Swizz too, it pains me that Tim and Swizz did not even really get to celebrate and bask in this industry-wide acknowledgement of something that they built completely by themselves, organically, just off the love of Black music. Like, they completely built this thing for our legacy artists. There are no booking agents involved in verses. Nobody's calling managers like, yo, can you do this? This is like them, right? It really does hurt me that they didn't even get a chance to really sit in that moment before they were getting like all this shit thrown at them. And again, I get it. Listen, Caribbean massive, my West Indian people, I get your frustration. All I'm saying is direct that shit towards the right, the right people. Cause it ain't over here. Cause it ain't over here. It ain't over here. Y'all could cuss me out all day, every day, billboard season. They ain't going to change shit though. Cause I don't work for them. I don't I don't work. You know what this reminds me of? What? The frustrating conversation I had with some black people when and you have tweeted about this at nauseum when they get upset at BET and they'll be like, well, BET needs to do a better job. And I always remind them the E in BET is for entertainment, not education, though. <laughs> Bob Johnson did not create this network to raise your badass little <laughs> you a trash ass parent. Bob Johnson created this because he was trying to fill a void and he is a Republican businessman that votes for Trump. That should let you know right there. Secondly, while yes, I understand the BET used to have these edu pro educational programs back in the day, but you know what? Well, they, wasn't nobody watching them shits back then either. But they did high ratings at first and then they fell off. So you know what they had to do? They had to find something that got numbers. It's the same way that happens and the journalism profession, where people will get mad at us and be like, look, why y'all always write negative stories about who got killed and who got shot and not the uplifting stories 
about the dude in the neighborhood that run an after-school program. And I'll be like, well, sir, would you like to see the page views <laughs> from when someone gets shot compared to when I spend eight hours running people down trying to write this good story? And three of y'all have read it. Right. So at some point, you have to take responsibility of as people will give you what you asked for. Right. And BET gave black people what they asked for. BET did give black people what they asked for. And in the case of this, this is what hurt my heart. Like, as much as we ask for our people to tell our stories, you got our people telling our stories. And, and you're still your, mad. And your hope, but you're holding our people accountable for the shit the white people did. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's like... This ain't like when Ebony wasn't paying black people. This ain't that. This ain't that. This ain't this that. Ain't that. So... Now I have had, but but what I wanted, what I do want to say is that last night, right around this time, right about now that we're taping, when I really, when I was like, I was crying, I was already like just aggravated and I was tired and I had been going through the shit on IG all day before I came over to Twitter and had to deal with it there. And usually, I know you and not y'all should know, me and Karin have two very different approaches as to how we deal with people on the internet. He's quick to block. I engaged before I, I listen, I'm, I'm, I'm with all the shits. <laughs> Either I'm going to block you or I'm going to fight you. So <laughs> since I'm at a point in my career where I can't let nobody mess this up for you, right. I'm just going to block you because what that really means when I block you, if you was in, if this was in real life and you said this to me, I would be looking up at the sky. That's, right. that's what that means. So the reason I had to engage yesterday is because a woman came at me and the illustrator Lynn. Oh, listen. And like she and she ended her tweet with like shame. Like that was her thing, like like y'all should be ashamed. And I was like And then we both explained it to her. Bitch, the fuck? And that's what what I wanted to say was bitch the fuck. And I didn't say that. A matter of fact, there was one point in the exchange where I where I actually did tweet fuck you and then I deleted it. Um and, and instead said everything you're saying is bullshit. But the the thing is, she really she really wasn't trying to listen. And not only was I explaining to her, you were explaining to her, like mad people were explaining to her, and she was doing like back back at like half ass walkbacks. Like, oh well, now I understand. No bitch. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I don't accept. I was like, because she said to somebody, I, we're good. I said, no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Okay, you ain't actually said I apologize. Like, no, I don't, we're I don't accept backhanded compliments. No. no none of that. Nope. Um, finally did delete the tweet, but it took hours. I wasn't even responding to her anymore. Everybody else was. But I wanted to say that the black writing community, which I've only been part of in a real way for a short amount of time, when I tell you they showed up for my ass last night, um extremely appreciative for the way they held me down. And like, you gotta come to NABJ conferences now. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I've, pull I, up. Pull I'm up. A member, I'm a member of NABJ. Wait, my dues aren't current. But I am a member of NABJ. Last year, I became a member too late to actually get housing. I mean, actually get a room because everything was sold out. Yeah, um, Miami was popping. It was, it was crazy. Year, my intention had been to go but I definitely wasn't gonna pay two hundred fifty dollars to attend a virtual conference. I, I, I didn't do. I would. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I was. Pull up. We'll be in Houston. I'll be. I'll be in Houston so we can go to the strip club. Um. So, I just wanted. So for those who do listen from the and, and not only just the writing community, but like my music sermon people, y'all who are out there, like 
I I know how it feels to have a hive, and that sounds crazy, but like it was good to know that people like legit had my back, and I appreciate that. And and it was affirming to know that um, I built a brand of consistency where people knew to go to bat for me, even if they hadn't read the story, because they knew I wasn't on no bullshit. Yes, car. We said <laughs> doing the doing the color purple class. Maddie. <laughs> Um, one more. <laughs> so that was dope. That was dope. That warmed my heart. So thank y'all for that because I needed that in that moment. And a lot of y'all hit me, DM me, hit me on the side, whatever. I appreciate all of that. I know. I realized. No, I, I just went straight to the text. It was like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, no. I was like, stop tweeting. I was like, stop tweeting. <laughs> but I also will say um, that what? Now see, I lost my train of thought. That fuck. Oh, I also will say this. I recognize that in the grand scheme of things, the grand scheme of things, the people who are actually coming at me, it's a small number. It's just that when you're attacking me for the very thing that I work my ass off to not do, that shit definitely you, I will tell you this as, as we wrap that segment of the show up. What you learned today or yesterday and the day before is the most valuable lesson you can learn as a writer and or a journalist today in the time of social media, which is if you write something purposely or unpurposely that gets people pissed off and they come at you, is that coming out of that, I think you have the understanding of when you're in that storm, after you go through it the first time, you realize that that in, in totality, that's very a small group of people. And there's just a small group of people on Twitter or IG doing that. And the rest of the people in the world don't know, don't care, or ain't that mad. And now, the next time it happens, you probably just going to be like, oh, well. I mean, it, it, you know, theoretically, intellectually, I was clear that this wasn't even about me. But like I said, my emotions were high. I was tired. I was cranky. And the way people were coming at me, it just really, it was hard for me to let it sit. Yeah, you you went you went season five to wire Marlo like my name is my name like you went you was in the middle of the street with the suit on you don't know my name like you went Marlo and I let them tweets stand too I ain't delete shit I meant everywhere to, and and them bitches got read on the Breakfast Club this morning I didn't intend for it to go that far but oh, shout out got, to Andy. you got your first re- Breakfast Club shout out today only in the welcome to the club. In the larger context of the whole cover controversy. So to the club. Those who have my back, I do appreciate you. That's and if you haven't read the story yet, please write it. Please read it because I actually am proud of it. So that said, moving on. You gave us actually a good segue. And I and actually, let's get to the fun part. You gave us a very good segue in 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 mentioning that the E and B T was for entertainment and that the entertainment is not here to raise your badass kids. Nope. So Megan Z Stallion and Cardi Belkalese B released the video for a little song they call Wet Ass Pussy. Wow. And that flop like make you say yo LL and do the wop. That's an O. That's an O. <laughs> I know exactly. That's an O. But W A P. Now here's the thing. Is the Waffles song and pancakes? Is the song raunchy and graphic? Yes. No, it ain't even that bad to me. Is it 
it be raunchiest graphic, most graphic, nastiest song I ever heard a woman, a female MC spit? No. Absolutely not. It's, it ain't even top five. It ain't even top ten. If we want to keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah, the video also. Ain't like, even a nasty. That guess, video would not even been made uncut. No, it's the 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 strongest thing about the video is the scene where Cardi has on pasties, and that's only because her titties are really. No, big. no, the best scene of the video is Megan's split, but this video, and this video ain't even touching. Tell me what that thing smell like. Not even close. It just, it's not. I'm saying the strongest in terms of like the most, the closest thing, the graphic. It ain't no blurs in the video. Mm-hmm. It ain't no whatever. So, as um hip-hop culture is want to do and black culture is want to do i'm gonna leave white people out of this one because this is a family this is a family situation because y'all we it's this is our this is our this is our shit to to sort out let white people white people just let lead them be it's fucking clutching pearls they pulling out scripture they're worried about the state of our young women. Oh, what is the next generation going to do? Oh, what has become a music? Oh, it's Sodom and Gomorrah's vulgarity. It's filth, whatever happened this generation. Yada, 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 yada. Nigga. Pause. Pause. Wait, wait, pause. Knowing that Sodom and Gomorrah, to this day, is still the filthiest (laughs) description we have of humans in literary history. Right. That's why we compare nasty shit to Sodom and Gomorrah, because nothing still in 2020 is bad as Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. We ain't done nothing to Sodom and Gomorrah was so bad that a bitch turned into a pillar of salt. Just for looking. Just for looking I'm, at the shit. We have not seen that in this realm of Earth as of yet in modern times in in in, in ad times um so yeah it's like first of all the people who are saying this shit y'all know good and well y'all grew up on no let's no, let's let's not do that let's call I, it what it is i just no wait let's start no but let's start with the hypocrisy because people really do get revisionist memory after like 35. I don't know if it's a vitamin y'all take. I don't know if it's the diet change. I don't know if it's something that changes in your hormonal imbalance. But like, I don't understand what the selective amnesia is that you get about shit you did when you were in high school and college in your early 20s. You know what it is. As soon as you get 35. You know what it is. Hypocrisy? You can't, no. You can't tell black people shit if they one have kids or get married, because they feel after that they know everything and what's good for everybody else. Baptized the new, which no, you weren't. I mean, here's the thing, but also like Megan Cardi, why do they bother you? I don't understand. I legit don't understand. Here's the thing about Megan Cardi, right? You know why they bother you? Well, let me say, I got it. We got to spell it out so that people can't deny it. So, Cardi is a former stripper. She has a filthy mouth, which is one of the reasons why I love her. Um, Wait, Paul, has, let, me, let me let me add this. Stripping is also one of the oldest jobs and professions in world history. Correct. It is stripping and bartending. It's also recession proof. Um, so she's former stripper and was a stripper like right. when she was like eighteen at that. Not like she was a stripper yesterday. Again, not that it matters, but but she also like. Came up out of that, built a career, 
and but she owns she has she has taken the stigma out of her past right she doesn't try to hide it she doesn't try to gloss over it she did she didn't try to do some fucking whole makeover or whatever whatever and she's not no shots to eve at all but eve is a thousand miles away from the stripper that she was when she came out of philly cardi is still like that bitch is within arm's reach which i which i respect both i respect both modes of movement but I'm just saying, right? If you wanted to give an example of, of American citizens who exemplified the definition of Amer- the American dream in the past five years, Cardi B would be on that list. A hundred percent, right? Like self-made. She's everything motherfuckers claim they want. She's self-made. She's determined. She's ambitious. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Like, by the way, it's scientifically impossible. So I really wish we would get rid of that saying. Um, she's self-made, she's self-determined, she's ambitious, she's strong-willed, she's talented, she's got charisma, but what motherfuckers do, and, 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 everybody be like, you know, nobody wants a wife or stripper, no, except that she actually has a husband and a child, and a whole family, and mad brand endorsement deals, and she's very lucrative. And, and people also be like, when you get to the top, don't be messing, hanging with the same people. And I'm like, this is the same woman that got into a fight and then landed a Harper's Bazaar cover. <laughs> exactly. Like, people hate, and, and she's well-liked, and people hate that Cardi defies stereotypes. You can't be hood and get these good white people's money. I remember after she had the fight while she was pregnant, everybody was like, now she's going to lose. You can't be hood. You can't be act like that. Get these good white people checks. And Cardi's still getting them good white people checks. Guess what? Then we have Megan. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Think about Cardi. Cardi defies everything black people have been told and taught about how you are supposed to succeed in white America. Correct. All the things that are inherently and true and just strictly black American and stuff that we do in private that we are told that we can't do in public because it would affect our employment or our income streams. She or has turned it on, seriously. She has turned it on her head and profited, right. and a, a large group of black people do not know how to handle they it because it has fucked up their their thinking. And you can't even say like she's stupid or she's ignorant because my girl is also sitting down with Bernie you know Sanders. Bernie Sanders and. <laughs> You know, AOC, like all all of that shit, right? Like she also clearly she has an opinion. Just because she ain't spitting it out in the King's English like y'all motherfuckers think she's supposed to be. And y'all can't spell the King's English most of the time anyway. Because y'all be on Twitter typing two when it's two O O, not two O, <laughs> dumbasses. I did that yesterday. Sometimes we just be tired. So listen, also COVID quarantine <laughs> brain is a real thing. So all oh, so, um, my my typos have increased exponentially. It's insane. But also, give, then we give get us to, an edit button, Jack. Give us an edit button. You no, know Jack isn't. You weren't there. Jack I'm isn't going to give us an edit button because people are going to use it. I was there because they gave us free dinner. Yeah. Um. We had a we we were in a in a conversation with Jack that the special black people. Hey, y'all want to talk about ratchet? Now, that Jack got real ratchet. I'm surprised we haven't really had a whole debrief amongst that crew yet, but that's another, anyway. Um, so then we have Megan, who, you know, fine. Is my wife. Back. In my, in my mind. Or just, but like, bars, right? Like, bars. 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 So, Ill Flow has been donned the predecessor to Pimp C. 
like what that means for somebody to be like this is Pimp C's protege when she was a fucking child when Pimp C died. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she got bar, she got flow, she got body, and she's got a fucking college degree. Working on it. Working on it. it. I thought she finished. I didn't didn't know she was finished with the COVID because she was doing online classes. I didn't know if it was all the way done. I thought she finished over the summer for some reason. But anyway. She's got a plan for what she wants to do after that with that degree. And she close. But my thing is like, why do y'all care that she got her ass cheeks out and she does splits and shit? Like, why? Why does that? Why they care? So, here's the thing. Hip-hop has, we all know that hip-hop has a problem with misogyny. But hip-hop has a massive Madonna whore complex. And it's like, every time something like this happens, motherfuckers want to be like, but Lauren Hill and blah, blah, blah. Listen, Lauren Hill was fucking with two different married men and had a whole goddamn nervous breakdown, which is why she only gave us one studio album. She and ain't, been, and ain't been on time for a concert since 98. Paid niggas for the work they did in 20 years and doesn't give a fuck about the fans. Like, she is not the gold standard, y'all. Like, she's really not. Lauren Hill is not the girl from Sister Act who Shirley Rapp would not let go sing in the choir. <laughs> like, like, and then they want to bring up, even though Badu's not a rapper, Badu is hip-hop adjacent, but, like, if anybody else was Erica, y'all would drag her up and down the street for having three kids by three different fa- rap daddies. Like, and she was all out on Twitter about Shafar Kelly. But yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing. But. Like, just because a bitch wear a hair wrap and smells like patchouli does not mean... Just because he wear a koofy don't mean that he nice. Right. I'm just saying, like, and that, and that's honestly is no disrespect to Lauren or to, to Erica, but I really hate the way like we segment our women in rap. So it's like you can either be sexy or you can be righteous or you got to be one of the guys. So you either have to be like the earth mother, conscious sister. And what people miss is that even the way they 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 stand up for Badu and for Lauren, like these two women are fucking stunningly beautiful. And they and people really act like like I don't see them going up for no name like that. I don't see them going up for Rhapsody like that. I don't see people invoking Latifah or Light like that. But like y'all pick, like Lauren is stunningly beautiful, or was is whatever. Like cheekbones, like petite frame, conventionally gorgeous, flawless skin, and so she is sexy, y'all, right? But she's not the same kind of sexy. But it's like, y'all have to put these people in categories. So like, Megan and Cardi, you don't want to admit they can actually spit because they got their titties and their ass out. So somehow, that lowers... Shout low- out to the city girls. Shout out to JT and Reese. Right, so somehow that lowers the quality of their content because they got asses out. And also, like, I think everybody's really frustrated that they can't even insult them because the song literally samples some, there's some holes in this house. Which is another classic. Shout out to Frank Ski. <laughs> a banger by the way so I'm just like I don't know when we're gonna stop pretending that the problem isn't just that niggas just don't like it when women and some women too I'm not even gonna no, it's, it's not and like it is like it when women are actually like this is what I do this is what I like this is what I'm about and own that shit and are able to own it and stand in it in the face of everything we were taught we weren't supposed to do like that's what you hate you hate that you were taught that good girls who win do this, and girls who do that don't win. And these broads is winning. 
that makes you mad. You better than me, because I don't even think it's that deep. I think it's way more than that. It's this is all internal. From a male standpoint, these are two women that you want and you can't have. And that bothers you. And the fact that they have not just standards for what they want in a man, but standards for what they want in a dick is threatening. And that they're demanding that you they're demanding things from their lovers. Right. That these men know that they cannot provide or know how to do. Secondly, for some of the women, notice I said some, not all, that are upset. This is about you wishing that you can do that because that's what you really want to do, but you just don't have the guts to actually do it. So how dare them do something and live the life that you want to leave, but you don't have the balls and or ovaries to do yourself. That's what this is about. You're right, because men definitely have this complex, like, it's all, because that's the thing that kills me about hip-hop, is that hip-hop loves strip club culture. We love it. We love strip clubs more than anything in the fucking world. Hip-hop and the strip club is like peanut butter and motherfucking jelly, right? We love the strippers. Literally, two hours before WAP dropped, 2 chains had strippers in the fucking verses, bending over, shaking ass, making it rain. Essential workers. <laughs> Essential, essential workers. workers in the verses. I ain't seen not a peep, not a complaint, not a nobody was scandalized. The WAP video comes out. Also, the other best part of that verse is let me just add is that no one was paying attention to Rick Ross's uh, wing stop setup he had. I absolutely that wasn't. Was genius. Out. It was genius. And I in the beginning. Great execution by both of those gentlemen. Not pepper wet. Um, but dry. Actually, I do prefer lemon pepper dry to you, right? But right. most, but most the blacks like lemon pepper, lemon pepper way. You know that they ain't got them from the right places in Atlanta. You can dry rub, change your life. But in Wingstop, that lemon pepper dry is the shit. Um, matter of fact, I could really go. For, I might get Wingstop tomorrow. Anyway, I'm, I digress. Um, just hours before wipe dry, so we got essential workers to your point in verses. Then we got this, which is really. I don't even think they were ever, like I said, aside from the scene with Cardi and the pasties, they were never in anything more scandalous than a swimsuit. No. Than swimsuit level, right? No. Doing splits and stuff like that. Like, there were no simulated sex acts. No. There was no, like, it really wasn't crazy. It was there not. There were no popsicles being licked or suck or bananas. There wasn't even a whole lot of, like, you know, like, inferences. Like, it was, it was actually... It was PG-13 at most. It was just bars. Bars and, like, attracted, like, B has shown more skin in videos. Way more. Y'all don't remember the partition video where it starts with her ass and a thong? Listen, this they ain't even have one thongs. Uh, Megan, when Megan hit the splits. Okay. Well, Megan hit the splits, but she ain't having the whatever. So, I'm yeah. just saying, if you can only appreciate women when you are able to project your fantasies onto them and your fantasies are only about what they can do for you and your fantasies don't include like, like men, I've said this before on Twitter cause y'all be telling yourself every day. Sex is so much better when the woman that you're having it with is into it and comfortable and happy and I didn't know there was another way you could have it besides <laughs> There's all kinds of other ways you can have it. And niggas really just be all about theirs. And and, and I, I have met some women who like 
hadn't had orgasms through sex and be like in their 30s. And I'm like, boo, how? Why? Who? What? That's, that's a deeper conversation. That is- I'm just saying. And I mean, like, listen, it's not as simple as just y'all need to get out. It's, I realize there's the church got people's head fucked up. Yeah. You know, a whole the same school of thought that had fucking um, T.I. bragging about taking his 18-year-old to the gynecologist on, you know, a fucking podcast got people's head fucked up. This idea that you're supposed to keep your daughter locked under key until she turns 18 and all of a sudden just release her out into the world and she's supposed to figure it out. And these will be the same dudes who you don't want your baby girl to be touched by anybody, but then you'll be worried if she's not married and she ain't got kids by a certain age. Like, it's like with... But I remember going on a date once mm-hmm. with a, a young lady, and there's always that situation where, like, and I'm great with parents, but this one particular parent, this one father figure, so uh, which, which was trying to intimidate me, um, and, it, and it never works. No, no, it, it, no, it, it, it's nothing to see through because ain't nothing shady going on over here. And, you know, he pulled me to the to the man-on-man conversation always happens the first time. And he flat out, and he was just like, so you like my daughter. You're trying to so-and-so, so-and-so, huh? ain't you? 99.9% of dudes would be like, no, 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 sir. And I was like, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> no, I said, yeah. I was, like, you, I was like, one, you want me to lie to you? Or two, if I didn't, that I means that I don't like girls. How so, old are you? How old were you? Uh, this was high school. And you didn't get thrown out of the house? No, because I kept it a book. What like, did he, he was just like, I respect that. But did you qualify it with like eventually, not like tonight? No, I would just say like he was asking me like, he was saying like in general, the way he posted oh, okay. it. Was like okay. in general. And I was like, yeah. Because I was like, I'm not going to lie. I told him, I was like, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Because I was like, that's disrespectful to lie to you in your house about something you know I'm lying about. Why do you think I'm here? Right. Fam, of course. Also, fam, you used to be 17. Like, (laughs) that's not as stupid here, bro. Like, there's a way to do this and a way to do this in a shady way. I'm telling you straight up to your face, keeping it a book. Yes, I am trying to do something, but I'm going about it the right way. Like right. we're humans, that's what we're supposed to do. Like, right. we have these pleasure organs for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So if you ask me the question, I was like, yeah, sir, I am. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can only respect your G, and I will also say, like, guys, this is a whole nother. I can't. I was about to go down a whole road about teenagers and shit, and I got that's a whole nother conversation. I'm a, I'm gonna hold that to the side. For now, what I will say is, if WAP has you clutching your pearls, worried about your children, worried about the sanctity of black womanhood, I need you to ask yourself why. And that may sound like a a, a silly question, but no, I really need you to ask yourself why. Why? Can I give the answer? Video, no, I want I want the people to do a thought exercise and meditate on. No, it's not even that deep. And have an honest conversation with themselves. We cannot. I, we can't, we I, can't, I really want to give the answer. Give your idea of the answer. It's because they have dops. They have what? Dops. They don't have wops. They have dops. Substitute oh. the W. 
somebody who doesn't like substitute the web and drop. Anybody who doesn't who doesn't like WAP has dropped. Like I said, I think some of it is there are grown women who were taught their whole lives you can't be free like that and and prosper. No, 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 but 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 hear me out. Like scientific, I'm gonna break this down. If you have a WAP, you are asserting that your level of fluidity is at uh, a heightened level. And so if something is at a heightened level, that means there is a level below it that is average. So they have op. Yes. So therefore, (laughs) if you see and you see people with a WAP bragging about their WAP, you probably feel a way that you cannot achieve this level. Or maybe there are ops who have not yet learned how to unlock the WAP. And then sometimes that's just a personal journey of discovery for yourselves. And on that note, (laughs) we're going to wrap this on up. We appreciate y'all for listening, as always. I should have actually started with that. But we appreciate y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all for being with us. You could have been listening to anything else in the world right now, but you are listening to us, and we do not take it for granted um, that you, we're going to talk in church terms, that you counted not robbery. Mm. Spend this time with us. Um, Karen, do you have any parting words? Uh, just that uh, I'm going to have some more of this cognac for Kamala. Because it's hey. a good day. It is a good day. It is a good day. Shout out to Kamala. And we will see y'all next week. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.